0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beeden. All right, uh, welcome aboard on a chilly Wednesday. Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beeden the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Before we get going, one of our sponsors is... Uh, Uh, Mama Vicky's uh, Bill Pozio and uh, Bill had a customer for years by the name of uh, Norman Frettenborough and uh, Norman was a uh, Port Huron High graduate uh, and a big fan of the Big Reds. He was a sports nut, went to all the football games, was a big supporter of his alma mater and uh, unfortunately he passed away on Saturday at the age of 84 uh, and as uh, well as being a big uh, big red fan, he was a big fan of Mama Vicky's Coney Island, as Brady and I are too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we eat there what weekly? Weekly? Yeah, some some minimum, s- minimally. S- so, sometimes hourly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our our uh, condolences to the family of uh, Norman uh, Frettenborough, and uh, uh, we will uh, miss him. Uh, and big reds all over. will miss. Norman, all right. um, We're going to get into the uh, the show. Uh, Brady will try to stir up some controversy where there isn't any. Oh my god! And we'll do that. uh, We'll do that next (laughs) as we get going here on GetStuckOnSports.com. open eight to six weekdays, nine to three on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people.
3: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people.
0: 44. Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and we'll start with, uh, well, what do you want to start with? You want to start with the uh, games we saw on Monday. Not the board.
2: All right, I'm back. Anyway, let's start with the games we saw on Monday because I saw a hell of a pitching performance. Uh, Luke Murk <laughs> is as advertised for St. Clair. He uh, had the start against Grosse Point North, and first two batters, I believe, were a walk and a hit-by-pitch and a pass ball and a single score to run. So it's one-nothing going into the bottom of the first. And then he settled in and found his rhythm on a snowy, very uh crappy first day of the Mac White season. Ended up striking out, I believe, 13 11 or 13. I can't remember exactly. Eleven. Eleven. Strikes, strikes out eleven and absolutely dominates Gross Point North. At one point he struck out. Six of seven batters, six straight outs. I think the one he didn't hit, he hit a guy or, or it was a walk or something. So he was rolling. Bottom of the third, St. Clair pushed across the run to make it 1-1 because Jordan Arsene, the pitcher for Gross Point North, is a good pitcher. And he was shutting down the Saints for the most part. And uh, here's the part that I kind of wanted to talk to you about because this was the biggest thing that I guess happened in this game. St. Clair eventually wins 3-2. to two. Not On a walk-off. A, yes, on an Eli Lohr walk-off in the bottom of the seventh after Gross Point North tied it in the top of the inning. Um, St. Clair loaded the bases, and Eli Lohr just punched a ground ball through the middle for a clutch base hit to win the game and win the opener. Here's where I kind of – the game was moving along because of the good pitching, and here's where it grinded to a halt. I want to say it was in the fifth inning. Mercall was probably at, like, nine strikeouts at this point and just mowing people down. Like, if if he threw a fastball, it seemed like every batter was a day late on it. So, in the fifth inning, and you saw this back on Friday, Mercall has a very violent motion, we'll call it. Yep. Like, he throws sidearm, and he, he looks angry when he's throwing the <laughs> ball, and he whips his head down as he throws it, right? Does it every single time. He's
0: got a big bushy hairdo,
2: too. Yeah, he's so. got so, some long hair. goes not quite to his shoulder blades, but below his collar, and uh, his hat falls off every time he throws. Well, in the fifth inning, all of a sudden, the Gross Point North coach has a problem with it. Like he I see him go up, talk to the uh umpire after a ball one pitch, umpire talks to Denny um about about his hat falling off, and you're like this's been doing it the whole game, and here's the thing, even if he wanted to do it, that would be the most impressive athletic of achievement to be able to whip your head back to. Th- fling your hat off you think you give yourself whiplash yeah like it like he looks like he is like i said mad when he's throwing this ball so he throws ball one whatever they talk for five minutes he throws another one for a strike and the umpire says to denny come come on you got to do something about the hat why wasn't it a problem in the first four innings it was my first question is luke murkaw Pitched four innings. Nobody uttered a word. You saw him pitch two innings at uh, Northern. Nobody said said a word.
0: uh, I I even talked to Denny about it after the game at Northern, and he's like, that's been since
2: sixth grade. Yeah. It's just how he throws because he kind of dips a little with the sidearm release from the left side, and the Grosse Pointe coach, I guess, must have just noticed it in the fifth inning.
0: Because it's just gamesmanship. You know, you know what was going on here. Yes, you had a tight game but, against two teams that are going to be battling all year for the league championship. Gross Point North's got nothing going on. Murkaw's dominating them, and so the guy is like, "Okay, now's the time in the game where I want to stir something up and get into this kid's head to see if it helps my team." That's all that's going on here. It's just a manager with some gamesmanship. That's yeah, to- why it suddenly became – a. Pro- if his team is hitting, it's not a problem. If his team's ahead, it's not a problem. It's only a problem because at that point in the game, he felt like he had to push a button and do something to give his, to try to give his team an advantage. See, I don't call that gamesmanship. That just seems like you're whining because you That's do – That's usually what gamesmanship him. is. Games, gamesmanship is trying to cheat without anybody calling it cheating. No. G- see, what I would
2: see called gamesmanship
0: is maybe in the fifth inning,
2: like, okay, he's going you, – you, you just try to break up the rhythm. Hey, call the player over after a couple pitches. Talk with him. Try to get him out of the rhythm. Tell your players, hey, you know, just call time a couple more times in the box. Like, that's things that you can do to, to break up a rhythm of a player without doing this. Um and I guess I didn't I, say it was tactful. I just said and it's gamesmanship. And he apparently wanted to, uh, said so, I heard him say something to the umpire about because I was kind of close about filing a protest about the game. And uh, so Murkall had to go and get a headband from the catcher uh, Spezia and almost like wear it like a bonnet to keep <laughs> it on. And lo and behold, he put that on, and then he struck out the next two batters. So it didn't matter for Luke Murkaw, who ended up pitching six and two-thirds innings, uh, 11 strikeouts, and ended up coming away with, well, the no decision because they tied it in the top of the seventh. But he absolutely dominated that game, and uh, yeah, he's a legit number one
0: pitcher. See, the, the guy, and you, and you may think the Point North guy is a jerk. Whatever. I don't know if he's a jerk. I just know that in that moment, that seemed kind of... The guy I take issue with is the umpire, okay? No rule is being broken. So you tell the manager, shut up, get in your dugout, come out here and waste my time again. I'm going to run you. The kid's not doing anything wrong. You take control of the situation. And you tell the manager, if you want to protest, go ahead and protest. Protest your little heart out. No rules being broken. Your protest is not going to be heard. Nothing's going to happen with it. You know, the umpire needs to take control of that situation. Look, I grew up with umpires. I know they have egos. Oh, Yeah. I know how my brother and my father would have handled that situation and that manager would have either been sitting in his dugout and you wouldn't have heard a word from him again the rest of the game or he would have been out in the parking lot waiting on the bus for his team to get on after their walk-off loss.
2: Here's the thing. If, he, if you say that on batter number two, like you see it happen with the first batter and you notice it, then on the second batter you go, okay, come on. Like, this, it's a distraction, it, it falls in front. Then I think it's a legitimate complaint. Then I think you actually believe, like, hey, it throws off the hitters, it, it, it's, it's an issue. Then I don't take any umbrage with it because you said it from the beginning. You didn't wait, and you didn't say it in the first inning when you, you drew a couple walks and got a, an RBI single. You waited till the fifth inning after your, you, he basically mowed down the entire lineup the second time through. You say it from the first inning. Am I wrong for thinking that then it's okay to say it because you said it from the get-go? Yeah, uh, I, again, though,
0: what rule is he breaking? If he – I don't know – Find that, me a rule in the book that says a pitcher's hat can't fall off when he pitches. And, okay, we both played baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at the pitcher's hat when I'm standing in the box – Right. If I am, I'm not going to be a very successful hitter, am I? No. I'm watching his hand. I'm looking for the ball, the hat falling off. I, As a hitter, if I'm locked in, I, I probably don't even notice that his hat is falling off. Right. To be quite honest about you. Do, do you think that that would be a distraction or would bother you at the plate? No, and if it
2: really was a distraction for like it, it, it was messing them picking up the ball, well, guess what? That means his arm's coming through, and that would mess up his motion. And and I I don't know. I just thought it was something. Is the catcher
0: missing the pitches? No. Continually boxing them so it's not distracting him. Is the umpire missing pitches and having problems calling balls? So it's not distracting him. So where is the distraction? Yeah, and it was funny when he finally got his hat on. He threw the, the first
2: pitch. He threw after that hat stayed on. Just a missile over the plate for a strike. Right hand goes up. He looks in the dugout. Puts his arms up like I did it with my hat on. <laughs> the St. The the St. Clair fans here there who were freezing started cheering. It was funny. Um, but no, he dominated. Hat on and hat off. And uh, game two is, might be today. If it's not canceled down at Gross Point North. But yeah, Luke Murkaw is going to be a problem for anybody who has to face him.
0: All right. Um, I I did two on uh, Monday at Marine City. Uh, They beat uh, Warren Woods Tower, swept them in a doubleheader to get their first two wins of the uh, season. In game one, the the Mariners scored early and often, and it only took them five innings to get a 10 0 victory. Uh, They scored eight in the bottom of the first two in the bottom of the second, and just kind of cruised from uh, there. Um, The the hitting stars were Charles uh, Tigert, who had two hits, including a triple, knocked in a couple of runs. Nolan Distelrath had a couple of RBI singles, scored a couple of runs, and uh, Matt Simons had a hit and drove in three runs in game one. He also had a hit in RBI in game two, but more importantly, he led the way in a three-pitcher, no-hitter in game two that Marine City won six to nothing again got off to a quick lead, scored four in the bottom of the, uh, the first inning, uh, and then uh, Simons and the gang did the rest. Doesn't throw hard, Brady. He just throws strikes. He's not out there trying to strike guys out. He's, he's, he lets his defense catch the ball and make plays for him. He went five and two-thirds, no runs, no hits. He walked four, but he walked the last two hitters that he faced, and that's when they took him out because he was running out of gas. Uh, and he struck out four. Our man Riley Cass came in, got a fly ball out because nobody can square that kid up. He just lobs it over the plate, and everybody tries to hit it out of the ballpark, and they pop up on him all the time. Uh, And then Charles Tiger came in in the uh, seventh, uh, and uh, he did walk a batter, but he struck out uh, three. Uh, He was throwing smoke. That completed the no-hitter, and I don't know if they didn't realize they had a no-hitter or if it was just so cold and rainy that they didn't care. But it was the least celebrated no-hitter I've ever seen in my life. Like, nobody even got excited. They were, just, they were more excited to get to the dugout and let's pack up and go home. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: And that's why baseball shouldn't be played in that weather. Just do a no-hitter. And all they could think about was warming up, and I don't blame them because the last two nights I've gotten in my car, I haven't been able to feel my feet. Ah, well. But, no, that, that's it's a good fun. couple of wins to start off the league for Marine City. Uh, they struggled a little bit um, before uh, this, and now with those wins, you start off the league 2-0. and
0: Well, you can also see, and uh, again, t- Tower, I'll be blunt about it. Tower's not very good. But, they were missing some players, weren't uh, they? They were missing some players. But you can now see, because I saw Marine City's very first game where they had had no practice prior – and i watched them now where they've been practicing, and you can see a big difference in the Mariners. Yeah. Pract- practice does make a difference. Uh, game two, by the way, Mason Walker knocked in a couple of runs. Uh, Jeff Heslip uh, doubled and knocked in a run. Distelrath had a triple, knocked in a run, and I mentioned that Simons had a hit in an RBI. He drove in four runs in the doubleheader.
2: Yeah, so that was that's a good pair of wins for Coach Lutzen and the Mariners. Uh, like I said, start off the league 2-0, never really can complain, and I really don't know what the rest of the league's like. It's Lampfear, Lakeview, Lakeshore, and Mott. Uh, the non-league, I mean, Lampfear was 6-1 or 4-1 in non-league. They beat
0: uh, Mott a couple times, so...
2: Yeah, you really don't have an idea. Um, we'll see Marine City later this week when they play Cross-Lax.
0: Lamphere is one of those schools that we like to pick on, but like it seems like they might be having a year where they've got some good athletes there because football did really well, and, and it looks like baseball might be solid too. Yeah, well that that'll, remains to be seen. Uh, this P- is the first, first sport they're not in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> PH uh, finally got to play. They beat Cousin 08-3 and Gavin Troy, who's a young player. Freshman. Three hits and four RBIs in that win. That That's
2: a good uh, day for the freshman Troy. And a good win for Port on High to get off to a uh, 1-0 and league start. Especially with only two non-league games.
0: Yeah, I saw Owen Johnson pitch for Northern uh, in the second St. Clair game. He saved the one nothing win, mm-hmm. uh, and he went six and two-thirds uh, on Monday, giving up just two runs and an 11-2 win over Frazier for the Huskies. So uh, Northern – and it was good to see Northern score 11 runs, too, and get the bats going a little bit because against St. Clair, they had two hits in a doubleheader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mean, that was a long, cold day. So to see that they got 11 runs, that's nice. Talk about pitchers' duels. Utica over Marysville, one to nothing. Yeah, Monday.
2: Larry Mayfield pitched for the Vikings and obviously pitched pretty well. It's you know, hope to, you can push across a run. Um, so that's that's a tough loss for Marysville. So it's obvious they have pitching. It's just can they push across any runs at the plate and. Well, Monday they couldn't. That's a tough one. And uh, I'm assuming Maceo Miller will be on the mound for their next game, whether it's at is today or Friday. Uh, but yeah, Mary's got to get some sticks going. I, I guess uh, from what I heard, the Utica pitcher wasn't throwing particularly hard. Just a lot of pitch to contact and couldn't really square it up. Yeah,
0: am uh, seeing a lot of this in, in baseball. Anchor Bay beat Lance Cruz North 4-1, uh, so you got 3-2, 1-0, 4-1. Yeah, for, forget, forget those scores because when we start talking softball, you won't hear any scores like that. What did I say, 104 runs scored in the MAC Blue last night? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Something's, something's got to give. Brady, I, I love the offense. I love the home runs. But there is just way too much scoring going on in softball right and now. And here's the thing. I know your game was a little different than mine.
2: I can count on one hand the number of errors I saw last night.
0: Well, I had 11 in my game. I
2: probably had three or four.
0: But I also had 39 hits and 41 runs. Yeah, so we'll we'll save that for the next segment as we saw
2: two football scores in a softball game and yeah I did a marine city football game in January this year and that was better weather than the game we had yesterday (laughs) we'll be back in a moment
1: 800- 250-7520.
0: Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? AmeriPrize Advisors can create a personalized, goal based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC.
3: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org.
4: it's on Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. Uh, girls softball, the offense has just been insane this year. That's an understatement. Just insane. These are Monday's scores before we get into the games we saw yesterday. Uh, Imlay City 20, Elmont 5, Elmont 12, Imlay City 2, Memphis 17, Marlette 4, Memphis 7, Marlette 5. That's a pitcher's duel there. <laughs> Alice Allison Diener, in twelve uh, innings pitch, did strike out seventeen in the doubleheader. But at the plate, four hits, a home run, a double, eight RBIs in the doubleheader. Marysville twelve, Chippewa Valley nine. What is this Armada three, Anchor Bay two score? They play oh wait, at three don't, innings. Don't, don't don't worry. Next game, our Anchor Bay fifteen, Armada nothing. <laughs> Armada can hit. They have some good players. Like I think
2: uh, it's kind of early, and we didn't really know much about Armada. I bet we're talking about them
0: deep into the playoffs. Can I give you a couple more scores before we get it? Because our games were the craziest. But yeah. uh, North Branch twenty-one, Yale nothing. Emily Ludisher, four hits, three uh, runs, three RBIs. Jasmine Mulk three hits, three runs, three RBIs. Autumn Dushetsky three hits, a run, two RBIs. About Gross Point North twenty-one, Port Huron Northern four, uh, Richmond Armada six to one. What's going on there? They take their bats away?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they had to hit from the opposite side of the plate.
0: Uh, Algonac uh, sweeps a doubleheader from Croslex. 8-1 to one in game one. Ella Stevenson with a three-run dinger. 9-3 to three in game two for Algonac. Sophia DuVernay with a two-run dinger in that one.
2: All right, is it safe to call that Algonac is really good?
0: Algonac is really good, but I, I, it's not just their game. And actually, that's two of the eight to one and nine to three are two of the lower scoring games of the week. Right, but Crosslex is a good program. And you've been out in the weather. Yes. The weather is terrible. The Imagine is if it was miserable. if
2: it's been like sixty five and sunny, how many runs we'd see? But all right, do you want to do my game first? Eighty four
0: runs first? in our two broadcasts yesterday combined.
2: How long do you think it'll take us to get to eighty four runs in baseball? I don't know, but Brady, Brady, my game went for three hours,
0: a softball game. And I don't, mine, yeah, mine went my for broadcast two. yesterday was like three hours and 11 minutes. My, my pregame is like four minutes long.
2: Yeah, we don't, it's not like football where we start 20 minutes early or whatever, because we have this week in high school sports and the coaches interviews. And no, we basically go, all right, we're here. Uh, we'll play some commercials and we'll be back in a second. Um
0: go ahead and, and do your game first because right. you had the higher scoring game than I Yes, I did. <laughs> um, you had two more so runs than me. My youthful
2: idiocy, it was it was like barely snowing when I got there. Like it was just like little flakes. So I didn't bring my pod out that Dennis has. Um and I have too. I just didn't bring it and by the time I realized I needed it, I didn't have it. So I had my table. I had basically the same setup I did at Saint Clair. I have a little, what is it, like a plastic box thing that you cut one side out of to. Con-
0: yeah, that 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 was something that Andrew put together in about five seconds one night during football season.
2: Yeah, because we thought I might have had to be outside for a game, and basically it's big enough that you can put your it, put it over your computer and it blocks it from the snow. It works fine. It is perfect, but I needed more than that because. <laughs> About the fifth inning, the notebook I used to take stats and score, uh, yeah, it just was done. Like, I went to flip back because I used two pages, one for the home team, one for the away. Went to flip back, and the page just ripped. And I went, all right, well... Looks like no more stats here. So, unfortunately, we don't have the the full stats for this game. But I'll go through the lineup and tell you who did well for Marine City. Spoiler alert, it was most of them. I think uh, someone who really impressed me, Maya Simons, batting in the 8-hole, started off with a triple and a double. Had some extra base power. Uh, Avery Maine, the first time we got to see her this year, went yard. Uh, Jade Blanchard is, she just gets better every game. She did it in basketball. She's doing it in softball. They did not have a lack of offense. I mean, Mia Pelgata, I I could basically just go through their lineup because I think everyone had at least two hits. That's what happens when you score 20 runs. Um, but Warren Cousineau can hit. We talked to Coach Laboon before the game and she's like, yeah, Cousineau can usually hit. Oh, boy, could they? I believe they had four home runs, and two or three of them, you hear me just go, like, out the crack of the bat, I go, oh, that ball's deep, and that ball, yeah, that ball's gone. <laughs> um, like, there's woods probably 30, 40 feet beyond the fence at Marine City. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of them one-hopped into there. So, Marine City was up 17-12 to 12 going into the 7th, and you'd think on an 11-run inning, there's errors, walks. Not really. I mean, there was maybe a couple walks, but they, they just started hitting everything. Missiles left, right, and center. Uh, Three-run bomb in that inning, I believe. It was uh, Highland, I think, hit the home run. I know, Abby Knacker was their eight-hole hitter, and she probably hit the ball hard every time she came up. And one thing I do like about Marine City, it is freezing temperatures. There, the snow is, and on my table I had maybe half an inch of snow piled up. They're down 23-17 going into the seventh, and they didn't lay down and die. And they're a young team, and that's, that's worth promise. Uh, they got it to two outs with no runs scored. They were able to get the tying run to the plate, and uh, Mia Pelgada put one five to ten feet in front of the center field fence. She pushes that out. It's a tie game, and they did that all with two outs. It's a Marine City team. I think I said it on Monday. I'll say it again. They're young. They have a lot of room for improvement. They're very green. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a team that plays spoiler come district time.
0: Well, they're gonna they're gonna have to work out their pitching, but that might sort itself out too if Laboon can come back. Yeah,
2: and you, you, you never know with everything going on and. The weather almost helped the bats because the the pitchers couldn't get a grip on the ball. Their hands are frozen and it's wet. And by the fourth or fifth inning, every time a ball was hit in the field, they were switching it out with one that was just dried off with a towel.
0: Well, I I had a, a similar game to Brady. Uh, Frazier, 23-20 was Frazier, the final, by the way. Yeah, was no one. Frazier beat PH twenty two to nineteen in my three hour marathon where the line scores, they look like phone numbers. Like Frazier, 2 in the 1st, 3 in the 2nd, 4 in the 3rd, 3 in the 4th, 3 in the 5th, 5 in the 6th, 2 in the 7th. PH, 2 in the 1st, none in the 2nd, but they left runners at 2nd and 3rd in the 2nd. 7 in the 3rd, 4 in the 4th, 2 in the 5th, 2 in the 6th, 2 in the 7th. I had Frazier for 17 hits, the Big Reds for 22. I had errors in my game. I had Frazier for five errors and the Big Reds for six. Um, and, and it's just like to, to try and tell you what everybody did in this game, I, I would be here for a, a, a day. Izzy Tremblay, four hits, four runs, four RBIs. Jaden DeLong, three hits, a triple, four runs, four RBIs. Emma Tremblay, three hits, a home run that still hasn't landed, two uh, runs, two RBIs. Julia Gilbert had three hits, three runs, two RBIs. Erica Huddy, Just called up from the JV to play first base. Three hits and three runs. Morgan James, three hits, a triple, two runs. Savannah, uh, Kanye, two hits, two runs, an RBI. And I'm probably leaving somebody out. And for Frazier, they had two players with four RBIs, uh, a player with four hits and four (laughs) runs, two players with three hits. One had four runs and four RBIs. I mean, it's just on and on. They hit two home runs. All three home runs that were hit yesterday were hit out to center field uh, at Memorial. Oh, uh, th- the they fences? have moved in the fences. Um, now, how do they look? Uh, the, the, the field looks beautiful. I mean, it is. The infield, is a, it just it's stunning.
2: The grounds crew there does a great job.
0: Uh, and they, they've, they've put in an, a whole new infield. they put in um, some new grass between the outfield and the infield because there used to be a lip there where the ball would hit that lip before going into the outfield and then it would sky up in, into the air and take big hops. They fixed that, um, and the new fences uh, look uh, just gorgeous. So there's only one thing remaining, and that's they do need a new scoreboard out there. That's been there for a while, hasn't it? But um, at, at this stage, that, that, that's just gravy because what they've done to that stadium – is just gorgeous. It, the, it just the, the looks beautiful. The facilities are
2: always taken care of at PH. Yeah. Like Memorial Stadium for football games,
0: always looks gorgeous,
2: especially for the crosstown showdown.
0: The 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 softball field because it, it had kind of gone to where you know the the rec leagues weren't playing there anymore, and nobody was really paying any attention to it. Um, and but they went out there and they fixed it up nice for the Lady Big Reds, and it is a beautiful home field that uh, you could be very proud of. It's also kind of one of those pinball machines because you've got that concrete behind home plate. So wild pitches are always fun. We had a couple of close plays at the plate yesterday where the ball gets away so the runner tries to score and it hits that wall and caroms right back to the catcher. All she's got to do is turn around and catch the rebound. <laughs> and so it's – but it, it, it that part of it was great. Uh, I know the cold weather – it was probably part of what was going on yesterday. But 22-19, to 19, and it's just like there were no one, two, three innings. The weird part about it, there were a couple of innings that started out where the first two hitters made easy outs. Like you're two pitches into the inning, and there's two outs, and you're thinking, oh, we're going to have a quick inning. No. Nope. And then an hour later, you finally get the third out. I mean, just absolutely I mean, it, it's crazy. And, and, and I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, Brady, and I don't, know, I don't know that it needs to be fixed or that you can fix it, but there is no pitching right now, and there is just all kinds of crazy, insane hitting.
2: I'd love to see, like, from the teams we cover, how many combined home runs we've had through two weeks of the season. I, I
0: see one in the first inning of every softball game I do. I saw four or five last night. Uh, I mean, you, I've kind of. You kinda, used to go seasons without seeing four or five. Hey, I've been doing this for over 30 years now. I, I didn't see 10 home runs the first 29 years I was doing it. And and, and and home runs over the fence? No. The home runs I saw were inside the park home runs. Uh, and then all of a sudden, a couple years ago, ball started flying out. And it was fun at first because it was new and unique to me. Now it's like, oh, my goodness, is every game going to be like this? Because so far for me it has been. Like the, 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 the only, like, sane game that I've seen this, this year at Emily City, the, the first game of the day was 5-1. to one. That's my only sane softball game that I've seen this season. And there was a home run in that one that was hit from Emily City to Lapeer. I mean, it's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, so anyway, uh, it's a cold one today, and maybe we'll see baseball today. I know a lot of schools are kind of up in the air waiting to hear back from other places, but we're going to be probably somewhere today. And we'll freeze again, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, we'll we'll talk about where we might go or yeah. what we might see. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're looking at that. And uh, before I take the break, too, uh, because uh, the ladies that play soccer, they don't care about the weather; they're still playing. PH over New Haven, five to one. Northern beat Lakeview, six to two. Marysville Marine City, one one, uh, a draw. That's soccer talk. Thank uh, you. And Lance Cruz uh, over St. Clair, one nil. That's more soccer talk. Uh, and Anchor Bay beat Oxford by a score of 3-2. to two. Those games were played on Monday. All right, take a break, and back with our final segment in just a moment.
4: it's on Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, back with Dennis and Brady here on the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Uh, all right, well, weather wise, we were hoping uh, to get a couple of games in uh, today. We're not quite sure. Uh, as of right now, The PH baseball
2: game is still on. Which, that's where I was originally supposed to be, and that's where I plan on being should it stay. Um, Again, the high at 3 o'clock is 38 degrees with 12-mile-per-hour winds. Yeah,
0: it's the winds that bother me more than the degrees.
2: Yeah, because...
0: 38, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've done football games. At 38, right, which, but again, if the foot- wind is blowing, that's... Ugh. Football
2: is more... We're not going to get into a big discussion. Football was more meant to be played in cold weather. Baseball wasn't. It's not healthy for the players. Talked to one coach today that I'm like, hey, you playing? He's like, well, we'll see. Um, depends on a few things, but frozen ground and cold weathers aren't healthy for baseball players and their arms. So... Uh, we'll see where we're at. You are still up in the air. For
0: yeah, tonight. we've got a a couple of options that we're trying to find out about. Um, but there are a couple of uh, teams playing at home today. Maybe
2: probably either Northern or Marysville. You'll be at one of those Mac yeah. Blue, at Mac uh, Blue games. Which, yeah. looking at the leagues right now, I mean, is there real? I don't know what Utica and Frazier or Cosmo are. But is there really a prevailing favorite in the blue? Maybe Northern. But I mean, them I and Maris will play a seven-game series. No way it goes any less than six. Like those, I think those are two pretty evenly matched teams. Um, and then Marine City's off to a two-and-zero start in the gold. They, I mean, again, Tower was down, but you still beat them twice and no hit them, and. St. Clair one and zero in the white. That that's going to be a gauntlet of a schedule with Gross Point North, the two Lance Cruz schools, uh, Ford and Anchor Bay. Yeah, have fun with that.
0: I just like looking right now at the blue and seeing Port and High and Port on Northern in first place. That is good. And and I'm not worried about Marysville. Uh, Marysville can pitch, and they'll yeah. win more than they lose. Yeah, this you year.
2: lost a one nothing game. Not a huge cause for concern.
0: Yeah, you got uh, you got Cousin O hasn't won a game yet, so that bodes well because uh, PH has got them all week long. So fatten up on that. Yeah, let me ask you this: Do you like
2: the series format that the Mac does for baseball? I do. I do because originally, or at least when I was in high school, is I think they switched like my senior year. To the series format because it used to be like softball, but what some teams were complaining about, like let's just say, okay, the blue, Port Huron and Port Huron Northern, just because they're at the top right now, they play each other week two of the season and then week five of league play. Well, let's say you, a lot of times you would see only one pitcher because they know they're playing Northern who's the, their biggest threat. So they're just going to throw the best kid to save him for then. And when they play, I don't know, Cousino, they would throw their number three guy because they know they can beat him with their number three pitcher on the mound.
0: Well, yeah, this is what it does is it sets up your week. You know you're throwing your, your first guy on day one. You know you're throwing your second best guy on day two. And you know you're throwing your third best guy on day three. And you're facing the same team. So every week it's fair for everybody. Yeah, and everybody's it, in the same boat, and everybody's facing the same stuff. I know some coaches are like, we don't have the pitching to do this. Well, well, you're going to play three games that week anyways. What's yeah. the difference if in game one you're playing Utica, in game two you're playing Frazier, and in game three you're, you're playing Northern. All well, it, it does it, is I'm throwing my one guy on Friday instead to, of on Monday. It
2: used to be in the old format you'd only play each team twice. So it was like softball where you go around, play everyone once, then go around again and play everyone the second time. Where this, it adds a third game and all in one week. And, yeah, it forces you to have pitching depth. It forces you to be smart. And especially now with the 105 pitch limit that has been instituted in the last handful of years, you got to be smart because you throw a kid 105, I think they have to sit out. It's, they can't pitch for three days. So, if you throw 105 on Monday, you're not pitching the rest of the series unless the game gets rained out.
0: Yeah, I just I, – I like it, too. I, there's a uniqueness to it, and, and this – I don't know. Series makes it feel more like baseball. It does. I do like that. I kind – I mean, I wonder
2: wh- why or why not softball hasn't gone to that because, if anything, pitching's less of an issue and – even if you just play, like, Tuesday, Thursday league games against the same team, that would be kind of more fun.
0: Yeah. Softball, to, to me, I, I don't know. And to me, the doubleheader is softball-y to me, and the series is baseball to me. Not any, for any particular. Not for any particular reason. It's just, I, I, I guess, it's just a, a personal feeling. Like, uh, you know, in, in softball, again, in a normal year, you can play a softball doubleheader as fast as you can play a single game of baseball. Well, here's some of the standings in the
2: MAC. Anchor Bay is leading the MAC Red two and zero. St. Clair zero two, and that one of their losses to Anchor Bay. Uh, the other was to Romeo for St. Clair. Um, that's the other thing softball does is like they started league play really early. Um, we don't have anyone in the white that we care about, but they have seven teams in the white. Oh, they don't have a bronze. That's why. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. In the blue, Marysville's two and zero. Uh, Northern and Marine City and six and zero overall. One, two.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: They're <laughs> geez.
0: losing so, it over there.
2: Yeah, apparently. Um, Northern and Marine City one and two in league and Port Huron High zero oh and two in the blue and no one we care about in the gold or silver as as far as I can tell. So that's where teams stand and through what two or sometimes three league games? And I, I just
0: d- look at did you have you looked at some of Fitzgerald twenty nine Clinton Dale twenty. That was a thing yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen runs for center line, ten to nine tower over Ferndale. Nineteen to four 19. Roseville over Lamphere. Like ten seven Lakeshore
2: eleven eight Adams over Utica
0: Stevenson fourteen Utica six, these are the scores for the last eighteen
2: nothing Ike over Troy fifteen oh we said fifteen nothing Anchor Bay over Armada fourteen to one Eisenhower over
0: Troy in game two, like come on people, <laughs> just this week there's been more runs scored in softball than we'll get all season in baseball, yeah it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't. Know. Again, maybe I
2: can't explain we it. We don't have enough of a sample size to really say that there's a problem. It just, we just saw friggin frigging eighty runs scored in our two games, so that's why right now we're like, what is going on? But hey, it's fun for the, see the girls hit home runs.
0: It's yeah, it is, and and but it's just like you know, I'm I'm walking up to the ballpark and coaches are going, no, not you.
2: <laughs> the one thing I do <laughs> like is knowing that at any point. There is a threat of a home run. I do like that. Because in baseball, at most places, you know, really two through six, maybe seven is really the only time you have a threat of someone going yard.
0: Oh, in, in baseball, it's always a surprise to me. I don't expect it. Right. Even with cleanup hitters, I, I don't expect it. The, the, the parks look bigger to me. I, I know that they're mostly fair. But they just look bigger to me, and it just looks like it's harder to hit a home run. Where in softball, the fences are mostly 200 feet. It looks small, and the girls are making it look really small by hitting the ball 20, 30 feet over the fence these days. Yeah,
2: and I don't know, maybe push some center fields out 10 more feet. So instead of it being 200 all the way around, it's 215 into dead center. I don't know. But that's about what it is in college. So, like, it's not like they're playing at – Pinball machines, college players play in these size parks, so anyway, I digress. Um, we did have Marine City St Clair on the docket for today. that was cancelled as of yesterday, so
0: yeah we uh we actually knew before our game started yesterday that that game wasn't going to happen, and that's kind of where I was now fishing and looking for a game yeah but i'll if, if there's a game in the area i'll be there, yes and uh, we can't
2: tell you exactly where we're going to be because who knows if the games will stay on, but as of now, I'm at PH, and Dennis, you're at either Marysville or Northern.
0: One or the other. Hopefully one of them. Or maybe your game won't happen, and those games will both happen, and then we'll, uh, we'll flip a coin to see who's going where. Anyway, <laughs>
2: anything else for the good of the cause before we head out? Uh, what do we have Thursday? Thursday. On the docket, just to let the people know. Softball.
0: A couple of four-hour softball games coming up for you on Thursday.
2: That's right. We have, um, you're at Marysville? I believe so. They play Marine City, and that is the 22nd. Yeah, you have Marine City, Marysville softball. I have Northern at St. Clair. So plenty of runs to go around. Anything else? That's it. All right. Send it home. Sometime today.